For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. How are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday. He is Isaac Bruce. Isaac, it's not a victory Monday, man, but it's a terrific Tuesday because Monday Night Football, our L.A. Rams came back and showed why they are the L.A. Rams. Dominated the Chicago Bears 24 to 10. Bro, we happy today, man. Very happy, Doc. Very happy. Uh, not victory Monday, victory Tuesday. I'll take it. Terrific Tuesday, whatever it want to be. Taco Tuesday. Let's have it. But uh, a great showing by, by the squad last night, man, um, in all three areas, man. Uh, offensively, uh, from a special team standpoint, defensively, we were getting out the guys. And uh, we were really coached up well. So um, we expected a bounce back, and we got that bounce back last night, Doc. And think about it, we needed a bounce back, man, because a week ago, man, we got embarrassed by the San Francisco 49ers, man, on Sunday Night Football, man. They out uh, toughed us, man. They punked us, man. They bullied us, man. So a lot of people calling the Rams, calling us soft, man. So, bro, they ain't so no softness against the Bears, man. The Bears came in, man. Uh, Their offense is kind of struggling, but they defense some monsters, bro. They got some straight ballers on that defense and on that squad period, man, but specifically on that defense. But we came out, man, and just punked them, like you said, in all facets and all aspects of the game, man. We looked like a Super Bowl squad, man. We came out, bro. Uh, uh, that first drive, man, I, you know, we were going well, bro, and I, I got, a little, got a little nervous, man, because Jerry Goff, he came up with some boo-boo when uh, a little bit, man, missed a wide open Malcolm Brown, so we weren't able to do anything. But that second drive, we got it going, bro. Seven plays, 52 yards, man. That play action in that bootleg, man, is just so very effective, bro. We ended that joint with a four-yard touchdown pass to Josh Reynolds, man. And Goff, another good game last night, man. Not a great game, but a good game. Close to great, but a good game. But he did exactly what we needed, man. No picks, two touches. 23 of 33, 219 yards, man. Offensive line did a great job of protecting him, man. He was only sacked, despite the fact that the Bears got that monster Khalil Mack, man. They got Akeem Hicks, man. But Jerry Goff in that offense, man. Hey, bro, another salute, man. No, I, I, I ain't going to talk about it. I just want to wonder why we didn't see this last week. But it don't matter. We saw it on Monday Night Football, man. Salute that. Indeed, indeed. The Rams played uh, very well last night. Very, very well coached. Uh, I say that for this reason. Uh, just looking at uh, how much movement, how much eye candy that we gave uh, this formidable defense of, that the Bears have, uh, kind of keeping them on their heels, really not allowing them to get set in their cleats 
and just really tee off on, on Jared Goff. But, you know, just mixing a whole lot of what we did with the running game and, and uh, you know, those uh, 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 speed plays that we play uh, as far as handing the ball to the receivers, getting them opportunities to run the football as well. But really just getting on the edge. We did a good job of getting on the edge. Our tackles were, were, were setting the edge and, and uh, we, we were running hard. All the running backs played well, man. I just think from a scheme-wise, I think Sean McVay did a great job of really neutralizing what the Chicago Bears like to do. And uh, we put Khalil Mack in some situations where, you know, he didn't know where the ball was. And uh, that the rest of that defense followed suit. Um, I think we matched up really well uh, against this Bears team. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see this team again down the road come playoff time. Yeah, man, that's a good point to make, man, because looking at it, man, we can say all everything we want about the Chicago Bears offense, man, and they are. I mean, it isn't very good, man, you know, but Nick Foles is a Super Bowl winning quarterback, and he can get some things done if given the opportunity to get some things done, man. And I know some people may not agree with this, man, but when you look at the Chicago Bears squad, man, they came into this ball game five and one, and people looking at that probably were kind of surprised, but Chicago has the type of squad, man, that really can win Super Bowls because if they can get, if they can run the ball, and Nick Foles can do what he does and manage that offense, man, then you have a great defense like Chicago has, man. Because not only do they have Khalil Mack and Akeem Hicks, they got Eddie Jackson back there, some dudes that can ball, man. So this Rams beat a very, very good Chicago Bears team defense-wise. Last night, a Chicago Bears team that has the potential to make some noise. And as you said, man, we got our running game going, man. That's the key to our success, man. 34 carries, 161 yards. Malcolm uh, Malcolm Brown was toting that pill. 10 carries, 57 yards. Darrell Henderson, 15 carries, 64 yards. That's our game, man, because when, when we run that ball, that play action works to perfection, especially that play action bootleg. So going on what you said, man, Sean McVay and his offensive game plan did a great job of taking that Bears defense out, man, and kind of leaving them off balance and leaving them confused all night long. We're just shining that light and highlighting how well our defense played as well, man. I mean, we were really getting after guys. Uh, Aaron Donald was his normal self, uh, just being disruptive. Uh, he was really, he was really formidable in the running game. Brockers in the running game. Uh, you know, our defensive ends played well, and the linebackers showed up at key moments, man. We held the Chicago Bears to 49 yards rushing. Now, everything that the Bears want to do, they want to base it off that run game as well. They like the play-action pass, so that running game has to be working. And I think Nick Foles is one of those type quarterbacks that he needs a running game. If he doesn't have a running game, uh, everything else that he's attempting to do, I, I just don't see him standing in the pocket beating and and uh, beating a team with just his arm. But you know, they, they want to try to get the running game going. I think the Rams, we really stepped up. Uh, we filled in and, and, and plugged where we needed to plug. Our safeties played well. Uh, we were attached to their wide receivers. And just as a whole, as a unit, we really got after the Chicago Bears and uh, played a, a great brand of uh, Rams defense. And you're right, man. That Rams defense did play, man. Played extremely well last night, man. Held the Bears to just 279 yards of total offense, man. And uh, where we talked about it, man, the way they got pushed around against the 49ers, specifically Aaron Donald, that I, you know, I called out and pointed out against the 49ers, where uh, during the run, you know, his, his run game, his run defense wasn't that well. But bro, that sure that sure as hell changed uh, uh, last night on Monday Night Football, man. Ad, 
Uh, ended up with a half a sack, but, you know, seven quarterback pressures, which is huge. But in his run game, man, he was not being moved, man. He was not uh, taking any plays off, man. He was causing all kinds of havoc, man. He was making running back uh, change directions before he even really got the ball, man. Think Because I know how running backs think. He wasn't letting David Montgomery and those running backs go where they wanted to go. And not only that, man, that uh, uh, the rest of that defense, like you said, played extremely well, man. Leonard Floyd playing against his former team, man. Six tackles, two sacks, two huge sacks, man. I don't know if that's because he was playing against his former team and they didn't want to sign him, uh, pay him that last year of his contract or what, man. It was something to prove, but he proved something last night, man. If we can get this kind of play from him all the time, man, uh, it would be outstanding, man. We, we, we picked foes off twice, sacked him four times, man. Absolutely complete game from the defense, man. Now, as impressive as impressed as I was of the offense, even more impressed on how the defense played uh, Isaac. And this is what we need them to do, man. Even Terrell Lewis came in and made a huge play on Monday Night Football last night, man. If they can do this, if they can give us this every week, we'll be happy like this every week. But it's this consistency that we got to have, man. And they have been showing it. Good bounce back, man, because as I said, man, Chicago Bears are a very good team. Well, Doc, here's the thing. Uh, you know, we talk about these guys being professional and that and, and when they play games, they have to come in with the mindset of being a professional. This was this was no different. Uh, these guys carry a lot of pride. And, uh, you know, who knows when they when they watched the film last week versus the San Francisco 49ers and and the way we perform and, and the product that we put on the field. You know, sometimes you will, you want to watch that as a unit. Sometimes you have the luxury of just watching it with your position coach. But when you watch it as a unit, man, you you know, you have everyone there that you're accountable to really watching your level of play. If you're really given 110 percent as you should. And, you know, when you get that sometimes that following week, you like to you like to be better than what you saw or, or what you put on film the following week. So I trust that's what happened. I mean, you see guys like Floyd who was making plays. It could have been Monday night football for him. It could have been versus his old team. And he wanted to make a statement, a statement made. But um as a whole, as a unit, these guys were flying around the football, tackling the football, really stifled that running game like you like you always want to. And then on the back end, man, you're creating turnovers. And, uh, you know, you got the balls being tipped and guys are really being ball hawks on the back end of the defense, which caused us to, to win the turnover battle two to one. So that's what we want. That's what we want to see. Uh, it's time to go back into the drawing board. Uh, learn the lessons that we got from this game last night and then build upon what we just played, build upon the product we put on the field last night. I just love, man, the way we grinded it out, man. Played physical football, man. Uh, bounced back and showed uh, what kind of squad we are, man. Did they play some big boys, some bully football, man, some grown man football. You know, that uh, at halftime, man, we were only up 10-3. Still close, man. Chicago was still right there. Could have got some things going, man. Uh even though we kind of pretty much dominated the first half as far as stats concerned, we had 223 total yards to that 126. We ran for 83 yards in that first half to just 20 for them. So we only held them to, you know, 29 more rushing yards in the second half. Time of possession was pretty much the same. But Jerry Goff, man, good first half. 140 yards, one touchdown, didn't get sacked. 14 to 22, ran the ball well, like we always do, man. So that's, some, that's something that uh, we wanted to do, come out. Start fast, play well, and uh, took that halftime lead, man, and just built built on it in that second half, man. Uh, neutralized Khalil Mack, didn't let him do much of anything in that first half. Really didn't let him do much of anything during the game, man. But uh, what I did like to see as well, man, is uh, 
you know, Jalen Ramsey got his first pick of the season last night, which, you know, people really hadn't tried him too much. But, I mean, I, I'm looking at him a couple of times, bro. He got he got struck. He could have got struck, especially one time with Mooney, man, the, the, uh, the receiver, bro. They were backed up. I think on the six-yard line, maybe on their own six-yard line, we we made some pressure. And uh, uh, Mooney got behind him, Isaac. To me, man, you know what I'm saying? He could have struck him for 94 yards. So I'm looking like, come on, come on, J. Ram. You tripping on that, bro. You got to stay engaged at all times. Now, I am I'm. I mean, did I see something? I ain't, did, am I missing something, Isaac? Because right there, I'm like, come on, J. Ram, man. Dude could have struck you for 94. You tripping, bro. Well, you know, like we discussed, Doc, before we came on air, I mean, you know, there, there are times where you have an a offense uh, in their own end zone. They're part of the field, negative negative yard on, on the field. And uh, a defensive coordinator may want to pressure that offense to try to get the quarterback to get rid of the ball uh, quick a lot sooner than he has to. So, you know, when you just look at that play and the scheme of that play, when you have guys like Aaron Donald, when you got have guys like Leonard Floyd, guys like Brockers, and guys who are at the best at their position, like like Jalen Ramsey, you take opportunities to kind of pressure pressure an offense to make them do something they don't want to do. So just looking at that play, when you take an Aaron Donald and you move him to the left side of your of your uh, of the defense, and you you flood that left side, that way you leave an end, and, and that 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 offensive line is gonna going to flow to Aaron Donald wherever he is. They're going to slide to him, leaving that end man free. So if that end man isn't blocked, he's he's making a beeline towards Nick Foles and going to hit him right under the chin if he decides to hold the football, which normally is what happens. So when when that play is schemed that way, you have Jalen Ramsey that's out on an island, and he knows that that ball has to come out quick. Now, if Nick Foles had a, had, a, had caught the ball and just thrown the ball quickly, uh, let's say he throws a hitch or throws a slant, we're celebrating J- Jalen Rose right now, Jalen Ramsey right now, because he steps in front of it, he picks his pick six. Nothing can be done. So schematically, it was a great call. Nick Foles isn't going to hold that ball and take one under the chin. It, it's just not who he is right now. Uh, but there are some quarterbacks who will stand in that pocket and deliver a pass down the field. And that has to be talked about between quarterback and wide receiver before you go into that place. So, um, you know, it, it was a chess match. Chess that, that, that point went to the Rams. and It was a, a perfectly schemed pe- play. I think you were missing something with your vision, Doc. I saw something totally different. <laughs> I got you, bro. I saw something completely different. But just the scheme of the play put the Rams in the best position to make plays. I mean, I love that, man, and I appreciate that, man. Check me if, if if I saw something that wasn't right. All I saw was Darnell Moody hit him with the stutter and go, and the ball come out, and I see Jalen Ramsey standing there like, man, dude almost struck you for a 96-yard touchdown. So I did see the pressure. I did see all that, but I didn't see that. So yeah. that I appreciate that expertise because I'm looking like, come on, dog, what you doing? But now I see what you're saying, A.D., Causes the pressure. Jay Ram, no, he gonna have to get this ball out. So Quickly. Nick Foles, yeah, he, he he's probably gonna try to throw it quick, and I'm a I'm a pick it because that's the scheme. That's so right. I got you, bro. I, I hear you. That's but, right. Okay. I mean, he he was pretty much daring Nick Foles to throw a slant, to throw a hitch, anything. I mean, you saw it in his eyes. His eyes was completely on Nick Foles, and he's probably cursing Nick Foles for not throwing the ball. <laughs> so uh, it's just a just within the scheme. I mean, when you have players of that caliber like that. You, you have the ability. You're not really taking a chance. You can just scheme a play like that and, and uh, let these guys uh, do what they do best. 
Well, I should have called you last night when I was cursing him out, man. In my chat, I should have called man, and got some of that perspective because I was like, man, you tripping, bro? Come on, man, you tripping, man? But I mean, the dude plays well, man. Ain't really too much you can say, man, because he has that confidence. He never really uh, worries about much of anything. Now, now, now bro, we talked about uh, the Rams, how physical they played, man, and they're just imposing their strength on the Chicago Bears, man. And none was more evident than a couple of plays, bro. 806 in the third quarter. Malcolm Brown. Tough, man. I mean, man, we had the ball on the 13-yard line, bro. 12-yard run to the one-yard line, man. Not only, I mean, not only did he refuse to go down, that showed me that, okay, this team balling tonight. And not tonight, and not even just that. Right after that, bro, Brown gets it, man, and just one-yard touchdown run and just runs through Roquan Smith, man. I mean, just runs through him. I mean, Roquan is, I mean, he's a great linebacker, man. He can get you. He's physical, but you got to understand, man, low man wins, man. And Malcolm Brown got that leverage, man, and just powered through. And just, he didn't run him over, but he sure ran through him to get that one-yard touchdown. That made it 17-3. to That's what I love to see, man, because, you know, hey, bro, I love that, man. I mean, I, I, I especially running backs making plays like that, man, but then to run through a dude like that, that's what I'm talking about, bro. That, that, that's what we need, man. Absolutely. Just, just uh, you know, just being run heavy, just doing what we need to do as far as the run game and having having that run game be our priority, getting the game started. It gets the fight started. And uh, it lets you know that these the messages that the leaders uh, probably said in the locker room about last week's game versus the 49ers was heard. Uh, we needed that sense of toughness. We needed to be uh, more tougher in the trenches. And we showed that last night with the offensive line. And the running backs running behind that offensive line. They were finishing runs like they should. I think we got a great effort from Henderson and Brown last night. We see, we saw uh, a quick cup of coffee by, from Akers in the game last night. But just about every running back that came in, man, they were finishing their runs and making sure they were falling forward. So that's what we like to see with that running game, man. It's who we are as far as offense is concerned. Run this ball first and uh, let everything else be branches from that. Cam Akers. He'll get some touches, like Isaac said. You get a cup of coffee, but when you got Darren Henderson running the rock like he's running it, man, and people don't understand because he hadn't did it yet. But Darrell can hit you for a seventy or eighty yarder, man. But I like to see that how physical he's running because he finishes runs. He'll run you over. People, you know, don't get too worried that you don't see too much of Cam Akers or Van Jefferson right now. They're young players. It takes a lot to play in the league. They just need to stay engaged and stay confident and don't get down on themselves, bro. Well, you know, when you see these running backs perform, it, it's letting you know that, you know, their their position coach and Coach Sean McVay, they just have a, a brand of football as far as running the football. They want to be seen. And I think that's that's really what's determining the, the carries that these guys are getting. Uh, you see Brown. You see Henderson coming out. And like we said, they are finishing runs. They're running behind the pads and uh, making making the pile move when they get caught up. So I think they're in a position that any any sense of daylight that they see, they're going to hit it and hit it hard and making sure that, you know, these guys can hit a home run as well. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, to me, just from the outside looking in, it lets me know that these coaches are expecting these running backs to run with physicality. And that's the way you're going to get your carries. And, and for real, man, and, uh, and I just love it, man, because as we say, as I say, you know, as it run the football, man, our chances of winning the ball game goes all the way up and it, it's proven week in and week out. We got us 34 carries, man, uh, last night, 161 yards and we won the game. But not only that, uh, uh, not only with the offense clicking like that, man, and 
going back to the defense once again, they not only did they play well, not only did they play great, they came up with plays when we needed to come up with plays. Third quarter take, for instance, bro. When he got the lead, man, we still balling. The Bears put together a nice little drive. Nice little drive, man. It looked like they were about to go on the board, got it into re- uh, got it into the red zone. Uh, the drive ended up being six plays, 71 yards, man, and how they touchdown right there. We would have had a ball game again. But all we did, man, was Troy Hill made a, a, an, a, an amazing play. He tips the ball. Taylor Rapp picks it off in the end zone. Ends that Bears drive, man. That's a huge stop. Then only that in in, uh, in the fourth quarter with the Bears doing the same thing again. Jalen Ramsey, when I say he came up with that pick, that stopped the Rams drive, man. And that Rams defense played and did the same thing they've been doing all year long, bro. I think I saw a stat, man, that uh, we've allowed 33 second-half points in seven games this season, man. I mean, that's just amazing. So it's not all. It's not just about the overall performance. It's them making plays when plays have to be made, and they did that against the Bears, bro. Well, I think what we saw last night, Doc, was just the fingerprint of, you know, you know new defensive coordinator. Uh, you know, you talk about that first pick that we got off the of, uh, Nick Foles out. Uh, it was tipped by Troy Hill and caught by Taylor Rapp. Uh, it's just a just a schematic play once again. Um, they send a motion across the formation. We we send a guy to follow him. So normally when you see that, what you see, you may be thinking, man, and it's amazing because I think with that play, we we probably fooled Nick Foles into thinking that was man coverage. But it was we fell back in the zone. Uh, the guy that followed their their motion, the guy cross, uh, let him be, passed him off, and really just stood on the outside uh, shoulder of uh, the slot receiver that was going to the corner. I think it was a great play call. It, it, it fooled Nick Foles into thinking it was man coverage. We got a tip on it. Two guys over there in the same spot and uh, ended up returning. But just the schematic part of the defense that we're seeing, man, we're seeing this fingerprint of this new defense coordinator, man, and I'm loving it. They do have a weapon. His name is Allen Robinson, man, but they pretty much held him in check. Four catches for 70 yards, man. That's really Nick Foles' favorite receiver. That's Mitchell Trubisky's favorite receiver when he was out there. Now, he did get one for 42 yards, man, uh, you know, on, on, on Ramsey, but they held him in check, man. They didn't let him get loose. They didn't let him catch 10, 12, 11 balls. They didn't let him go, you know, get off for 120 and 30 yards. So pretty much if you stop him, uh, you stop their offense. And like I said, we did a great job against the run. And, but, uh, before I, uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to have to eat a little crow, man, because you know, a whole I, lot. I, I, yeah, I mean, you, you must, you must, you must know what I'm going to say. A whole lot. You must, you must know what a I'm going to say. Put now look, bro. In that crow. Huh? Put some hot sauce on the crow. <laughs> I am finna put some hot sauce and with some with some grape Kool-Aid. I sure am, bro. And I have me a little gator right now. I talk I talk about kickers, man. I talk about kickers. I do. I you know, I I, I but you know, even Slawman did what he did again. Like he got a, he got a kick block. I don't understand it, bro. He, every game he gonna miss one to have one. I, I don't know if I've seen a kicker that guy has more kicks blocked, but I ain't talking about Slawman right now. Yo, Johnny Hecker, bro. The punter, this dude, man, look, man, I'm watching last night, so I'm like, okay, I, I, I'm going to have to shut up talking about kickers because dude had a big role in the game, man. Five punts, averaged 44 yards a punt. His longest one was 63 yards. All five of those punts inside the 10-yard line. Now, people, one, he, he kicked one, seven-yard line. Kicked another one, 10-yard line. Another one. One yard line, another one, five yard line, another one, six yard line. 
Dog. I mean, I had to clap. I had to salute. Now, Johnny Hacker, I've never said anything bad about you, man, but I have talked about your position, dog. Don't be looking at me like that, bro. I have said something about the kickers. But, dog, that was an exquisite, excellent performance, man, and that had just as much to do with us winning the ball game because he flips the field than almost anything else, man. Well, you know what? It's it's a subject that we should have started to show off with, MVP. <laughs> Yeah, we can say MVP because, you know what, you're talking about uh, an all-decade performer uh, for the 2010 decade, uh, Johnny Hecker. Johnny Hecker was phenomenal last night, man. And uh, in, a, in, a, in a game of inches, when we talk about punters and guys being able to flip a field, being able to punt balls into the, inside the 25 consecutive times last night, and just have a huge imprint on the game, man. It was all Johnny Hecker. So there, there's not many offenses in the National Football League that's going to cons- consistently go 90-plus yards to score a touchdown versus a defense. It's not going to happen, Doc. So you need guys like Johnny Hecker. You need MV punters, man, <laughs> on your on your team that can really help you, man. You you know how 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 much that helps the defense, man. When a, when a, when a guy like Aaron Donald is sitting on the sideline and, and your punter is out there doing his job and he places the ball within inside the 10 where there's no return with, with perfect hang time, that that's just a sigh of relief for Aaron Donald versus when you have an offense that's consistently started within their own 40 or on the 50, man. That's hard for a defense. That's hard for a defensive coordinator to call plays. But when you have a guy like Johnny Hecker that's helping the team like he is, man, very special game by this guy. He's been doing it consistently for the last 10, 11 seasons. Uh, however long he's been in the league, he's been one of the top Rams since they left uh, St. Louis to head to L.A., but he's a consistent performer, one of the best in the business. I mean, I, I mean, that's without question, man. I mean, just watching, man, I'm like, man, this dude. I mean, that's just extremely important, man. It's an have art, a, huh? It's what, bro? It's an art. I it mean, is an art, man. Punny, it's a, he, he punted the ball sideways last night. I mean, come on. But it's not just playing golf, doc. <laughs> I, I I got you, but it but it also goes to what I say said too now. I ain't gonna just eat all the crow now. I'm still not gonna call them football players a football specialist. And his his specialty, pretty damn good, man. I'm glad he's on the squad. I'm glad he's on our squad. Because I'm honest, I'm sitting watching, bro. And you know, the dudes, the punt team, they gotta run down there and get to the ball, man. That's cool. They gotta find it, but it's just for him to be able to place it where they, he places it and for it to bounce the way it bounces and not to bounce toward the end zone. That isn't, it's, you're right, bro. It's, it's an art. I mean, cl- clap to you, Johnny Hecker. I ain't never said nothing about you, but clap to you, bro. Very, very similar to some of the great golf players uh, that we watch, man, that we love watching, man. You you sit back and you just ask yourself, okay, how is he making this ball go past the hole and backspin towards the hole? It's an art to it. I mean, these guys spend hours perfecting their crafts, and Johnny Hecker is no different from uh, some of the great punters that we've all been around, that I've been around myself, the great Sean Landettas. Uh, there's only one punter in the Pro Football Hall of Fame right now, Ray Guy. Um, these guys are specialists at what they do. And when you have a guy like Johnny Hecker, man, you want to keep him. You want to make sure he's happy. And uh, he can take over a game like he did last night. He did take over the game, man. That's for real, man. As well as everybody else played, man. He may have had the most impressive. But no, no, ain't no doubt. May. 
individually, he had the most impressive performance, man. So, hey, Johnny Hacker, shout out to you, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm talking about you. I'm showing you love. I'm going to show you love, but you know, I'm still showing too much love to the kickers because your boy, Slowman, did. You know, he still got blocked. Hell. You need to holler at him, man. You know what I'm saying? Hacker, holler at him, man, because he, he need to do better, bro. And there we go again, man. I keep saying it every week. I don't know how much more we're supposed to deal with, 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 with Slowman, man. They did they did uh, uh, sign uh, K, uh, Kai Forbath. But once again, bro, every week we got to talk about Slowman missing something, and he missed something again, dog. I don't think a, a miss is, a block isn't a miss. It got blocked. But, but, dog, but look, bro, if this dude did get blocked almost every week, I wouldn't say anything. Now, it was a great block, but it's it's just like un, it's just like unsuccess is attached to him. Because the <laughs> kick looked like it was high enough. <laughs> Look, for real, bro. I don't, want that to, I don't want that to rear his head. It looks like the kick was high enough, but it still got blocked. It wasn't as low as some of his others, but it still got blocked. And I think it only got blocked because he was the one kicking it. If I was kicking it, I don't think it would have got blocked. I, I tell you what, my very first uh, special teams coach in the league, his name was Wayne Severe. And he would always warn uh, a player like me that's on a punt team or a player like me that's probably on the field, extra point field goal. He will, he will say that, you know, when you go up against uh, a defensive lineman that remains on the field, you have to be extra ready. Why? Because these are trained pass rushers. They're trained. So they can put a move on you that you haven't even seen and, you, and you're minus the, the 250 pounds that they normally go against. And, and when they come up against you, it's a lot more easier. They throw that big six, four, six five paw up in the air. They're blocking balls, man. So, uh, I mean, a great play by him. He's on scholarship as well. But look, man, hold on. But one, I mean, one of, one of your first big plays in the NFL was a block punt, though. It was. In LA. I remember that, man. You know what I'm saying? I thought you had. I was watching it, you know, back at Memphis. I was like, damn, dude, I hope dog didn't break his hand because you smacked that joint. But I, I, man, I get it, man. But so you, you know a little bit about blocking kicks and blocking punts on special teams, but still, bro. It's, it's every, every, every player that has that has ever played uh, has done something on special teams, and and it's your uh, what I like to call one of your baptismal moments, man. When you're when you're on special teams playing, and uh, just a small cor- cor- correction. I didn't actually block a punt. I blocked the drop. When he dropped it from his hand, I blocked that. Oh, and kicked my oh you got that that fast. I'm, I'm, I'm like that Muhammad Ali. I'll be in the bed. I'll turn off the light and be in the bed before, the, before it gets dark. And <laughs> I got, oh, you got that that fast. I got, so it's almost like he kicked your hand then. That's he what I saw. He kicked your hand. Yeah, he kicked your arm. Yeah. Okay, I got you, brother. Okay, all right. Well, you know what? And, and but the, I would do something like that, man. I talk real good about Hecker, but then I end it saying something bad about kickers, man. You know what I'm saying? But heck, I'm gonna leave it at that. But anyway, bro. Now, man, NFC West, man. Hey, we're looking at you know Seattle now five and one, man. They lost to Arizona, man. That was a great game, Russell Wilson and uh, and, and your boy Kyler Murray. They straight balling. Here we are at third place at five and two. San Francisco beat the mess out of the Patriots, man, four and three. So now we third place in NFC West because Arizona kind of leapfrogged us by beating Seattle like that. But anyway, next game, man. South Dade, Dade County. They coming your way, bro. You going to the game? Miami, man. Headed to the Miami Dolphins, man. Three and three Miami. We got to get that. Absolutely. You know what? Just a quick statement on the NFC West, man. Yeah, yeah. The toughest division in football right now, hands down, man. We have quarterbacks, running backs, and strong defenses. So um, hopefully we don't beat each other up. And uh, that representative comes out of, the, out of the NFC West again. But, yeah, absolutely, man. It's another uh, uh, East Coast trip for the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, I'm sure Coach Sean McVay will make that a make that practice adjustment where he has guys practicing a little early to kind of get your body ready for 
not only the flight, but the, the kickstart of the game, which is 1 p.m., which I think the NFL should do something about, man. To me, it's just not fair. But, um, you know, it's, it's definitely going to be another huge challenge. And, and thus far, we've played well when we had to go uh, from west to east and have a, a 1 o'clock kickoff time. So I'm expecting nothing uh, less than a dominant performance. Uh, we, we talked about baptismals. Uh, this is the perfect time to baptize uh, a rookie quarterback by the name of Tua Tonga Valoa and uh, just get him really introduced to what the, the level of play is in the National Football League. Get ready because the monster's coming to see you, man. And we're going down to Dade County, man, leaving one beautiful California weather to Florida weather. But anyway, bro, that's going to do it, man. Anything you want to chop up, man, and uh, 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 add any salt and pepper to this before we get up out of here, bro? Hey, Keith Benton, Kane Daddy, we coming, man. We, we looking out for you. Kang Daddy, Kang Daddy, coming down there, Kang Daddy. For people who don't know, Keith Benton was our quarterback at Memphis State University, the University of Memphis. And Keith Benton, let me tell y'all now, Keith Benton was cold too now. Had them legs, he could run that rock, he could throw it, man. He helped us beat USC in the L.A. Coliseum before Isaac got there and still did work, man. But anyway, coming down there, Kang, coming to see you, man. But uh, good show, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to talk to you again later this week, man. You know, God willing, man, so we can talk about this Miami Dolphins uh, uh, matchup. Oh, yeah. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.